Welcome back to First World Solutions, a problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I am Tom. And we're going to get straight stuck in today because I've got a hankering for some problems to solve. Oscar, what you got for us? Okay, straight out of the gate. This one comes from Katrahaya, or Katrine, uh, who says, Had too much truffle oil. Did you know it's a laxative? I did not. Oh, okay. That's some, that's some information, huh? I mean, I think... It's that- a laxative of the elite. <laughs> I do, that's not a workman's laxative. That's business class laxative, if <laughs> I heard of it. I don't really think that's getting prescribed at your GP. It depends on who your GP is. I mean, I know it depends who's going, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think quite frankly, if you go to your doctor and you say you've got a severe case of constipation, they prescribe you lots of truffle oil. <laughs> you may have a guy that's got his, uh, his priorities in the wrong place. Or his life very much in order. Well, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, have some of my stash. That's the dream. Um, I mean, that's a horrible way to find out, though. I think if you have too I, much of something. I think that's probably the best way to find out is truffle oil. That's well, the no, most no, no, luxurious no. way to immediately shit yourself. No, I'm saying it's like a bad way to find out something you love. Or Clearly, she's having a lot of it. She likes it. But mm. to find out something you love is a laxative. How do you have too much truffle oil? Isn't it something you add like a dash of to like a stew? Uh, I wouldn't know. I've never gone it- about trying to... Is it a drizzle thing? Oil. Yeah, I thought it was just like a light little drizzle. Yeah. Like a lot of flavour, not a lot of oil. I thought it, yeah, it's the same kind of thing with like balsamic vinegar. Like you don't dunk it in, you just kind of, just a little drizzle. That's all you need. But clearly, no one Katrine ever... has taken that to the next phase. Nobody taught Katrine not to drizzle. <laughs> what is, what if just the drizzle is enough to be a laxative? What if it's one of the, it's, it's like it, an ultra potent laxative. Yeah, <laughs> like if it's like one of those chilies that you just touch to food to spice it up, like. Okay. So you're not actually ever meant to cook with it. You're just meant to waft food near the truffle oil. So she said had too much and too much is any. Any, yeah, absolutely. And immediately the poops just began. If Ooh. you want to avoid the poops don't have went very gold this is mario's constipation advice if uh, you don't uh, want uh stop if you don't want to poop don't tr- wait hang on don't, if you don't want to poop don't if, truffle the no, more no, you no, know no 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 there's a rhyme if you don't want to poop truffle oil you should not scoop that means you don't get a scoop full of the oil that's too much and then you won't that is it's, the most tenuous we, rhyme. I, I think once you start describing the rhyme, it kind of falls apart. Yeah, but I think it's important to... No, you're right. It's too much. <laughs> it's... Have truffle oil, your nethers will boil. <laughs> but nethers could be like the other end. And then like boiling could be like a good thing. People are going to confuse it as like ancient Chinese medicine. <laughs> I don't think boiling nethers has ever been a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> but anyone's like, oh, God. God, I'm really into Although just having do, my nethers boiled. People do say burning loins in like yeah, in a sexual context. Fiery loins. Yeah. yeah, fiery loins in a sexual context, not fuck, I need to really poo right now. Like, oh God, that would be the worst night possible. You cook a romantic meal full of truffle oil. It's truffle oil and clams. So you're really like doubling down on the aphrodisiacs. <laughs> but only like one of them is an aphrodisiac and then you find out later one of them is a laxative. It's like a you realm. have this push-pull of just, wow, I'm, I'm really turned on, but God, I can't move from this toilet. I want to hear that riddle. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? I, I can't do it. We're waiting. Keep on waiting, baby. That's... <laughs> it ain't coming. Right, not so... for this. Not for this uh, world. market. Not for this. No, world. not for this yeah. world. It's not, not for this world. <laughs> not for, this world is too pure for this riddle. So um, the solution to this, yeah. I mean, 
the preemptive solution is to not have truffle oil, Ooh. obviously. No, but that, that's not a solution. That's entry level. That's not a life to live, yeah, frankly. But once you've had the truffle oil, the solution here, the problem we're trying to solve now is I've had too much, what do I okay. do? Okay, find an equally decadent accompaniment to food that acts as the opposite of the laxative. That plugs you right back up again. Okay. Just eat a whole bunch of cheese. That's going to plug you right back up. Does it do that? If you have enough of it. <laughs> Say that about a lot of things. Yeah, so there you go. So. Then just find the fan. Okay, just have some cork. Have some. <laughs> <laughs> well, I eat some glue. Be great. Nothing fancy about cork or glue, guys. Come on, <laughs> this person's working with truffle oil. Okay, what's the fancy? Maybe she blew all her cork. food budget on truffle oil, and she's only got cork and glue left. I think their needs must. You kind of do have to. You have to venture Chow down, down on that cork. Yeah, I'd say find an. E- that, that's where I'm going with. I'd say find an equally decadent, you know, luscious luxury food, which is. Uh, which is anti-truffle oil, basically. Yeah, what's the opposite on the food wheel? I'm really not sure. I like You always get warned about foods that will make you poo. You never get warned about foods that will do the opposite. Mm, <laughs> you don't stop you from pooing. Yeah. I feel like cheese, man. I, <laughs> You're really pushing the cheese narrative here. I, I'm so sure that cheese stops you. <sighs> I know it makes you have terrible dreams. I don't think those two are related, though. Well, Terrible you think? dreams about being unable to shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is no dream! <laughs> I I mean, I really don't want our final piece of advice to be go and eat a lot of cheese, but at the moment we don't have anything better for her. It can't be, like, off-your-shelf off your shelf cheddar. No, I think it has to be something okay. like Yak's Milk Cheese or, like... Yeah. Something that's the done smelliest, in small quantities. Like, stinking Bishop. But if she has to eat a lot of it, that's... Yeah. that's I'd rather just have the shits, to be honest. <laughs> rather I've... than eating mound of mound after mound of intensely aromatically smelly cheese. Oh. It's just like this is sounding like the worst evening. But the thing is, it's all got to come out at some point. That mm. you're just delaying the inevitable. Yeah, I'd may... say just hunker down and just accept your fate. Maybe you're just treating yourself to an unexpected cleanse. Oh, I mean the truffle We've had oil... juice cleanse, and now we're going truffle for the... cleanse. <laughs> Oh, God. What you've done here, Katrina, is you've invented the truffle cleanse, the juice cleanse for people who don't want to be too pretentious and get the job done quickly. Yeah, well, I mean, you're saying don't be too pretentious and we're using truffle oil. Uh, you don't want to hide your pretension. Because juice oh, cleanses yeah, are like, them. everyone has fruit. I'm it's, not pretentious, but yeah. come on. No, um, but truffle oil, you're, you're not trying to hide anything. You're way out there like, look at me, I can afford this. <laughs> it's, this it's is a truffle oil. Very fair point. And so our solution is... Don't try and fight it. Instead, roll with it into a global business. Lean into the skid and create an empire. Don't lean into the skid. Oh, oh. never trust. <laughs> never, ever. There we go. Create the empire of truffly poops. Awesome. Moving on from that, let's get this out of the gutter. <laughs> Tom, you've I, got something a bit more highbrow for I, us. I can't promise that I'll get it out of the gutter, I'm afraid. There's so much gutter trash in here. Okay, fair enough. Let's go with something that's just middle of the road. Uh, Horncakes on Reddit. Uh, says, my ripped jeans are ripping too much. Mm, this has always been an issue, because I I prefer to rip my jeans myself. Like, it's... Your rips are part of who you are. Yeah. Like, they show where you wear in, where you lean on your knee too much, why you have a slice on your back of your leg, I don't know. <laughs> why there's a perfect, like, line from your butt down to your ankle. Everyone's story Every is different. jeans. <laughs> yeah, I never understood. <laughs> but when you buy them pre-ripped, you're... You're, you're buying into someone else's story, and then when they rip more, you're kind of... It's like trying to read a book with two pages printed on the same piece of paper. 
Doesn't make sense. You can't do it. There's no identity in yeah. pre-ripped jeans, and I mean, I'm I'm sat here in pre-ripped jeans, just feeling very low about myself right well, now. Well, I mean, that was your choice. No one told you to do it. No, no one did. So except fashion. Ever heard of it, <laughs> Dad? Uh, well, I mean, I'm exa- I mean, I'm completely on board with Joel here because I think every pair of jeans I've ever owned for any amount of time always rip in the same place. Same, it's yeah. on the right knee, or it's oh, under the crotch. Oh. Like it's is that is that because you're left. Footed and handed. Left knee, definitely. I find myself <laughs> I find myself on my right knee more often. You I do think. propose a lot. Yeah, you'd think the first pair of jeans I wore through with proposals would have been my sign, but nope, I'm still in there. Every Friday. New person. Will you be the one? <laughs> Will you be the one? Please. To, these to, jeans are on their last legs. <laughs> to patch up my jeans and my heart. Oh yes. Uh no takers as of yet. The ones, I mean, I can understand, like, a pre-distressed jean, because that's fine, and, like, it having a tear in it. The ones that are a series of parallel line tears going from the top of the leg down to the bottom Mm. of the leg. That's very weird. That couldn't ever happen naturally unless you're in a fight with a tiger. There's no way that... That's the story they're trying to sell to you, and it's not believable. No, because the only people you ever see wearing it are young children and old men who should know better who've definitely not stepped out in the sun that year. So it's... It's a very confusing one. It is. How do we fix the problem, though, of the... Like, regardless of our ideological stances on pre-ripped jeans. And in all fairness, I am with you guys. I just happen to be you're wearing you're, yeah, you know, you're, the opposite. You're with us. research. Yeah, you're with <laughs> us. You're just a walking, talking hypocrite. That's fine. <gasps> but you can't be with us and wearing the thing we're talking about. I, I am. Well, it's fine, man. You, you do you. I have, I have self-ripped jeans. I got them upstairs. I'll show you. Yeah. Okay. I got them upstairs. <laughs> not, not in my room. Somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. Uh, they're at a friend's house they're right not, now. Not in my wardrobe. No. 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 They're at home. Home. They're a few hours away. Uh, I, I'll bring them back next time. But we need to. We need to fix the solution. And I think we hit upon it earlier. Of the pre-rips are starting to go a little too far, and it's not really working out. I think we have to go with this whole story angle of like what the rips trying to tell, and we have to try and. Like, you've got to go ahead and rip them yourself, but in the most peculiar questioning shapes. So gonna... where is the least natural tear you can put on a pair of jeans? I think just under the butt. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a bad one. But like a really big one, just like but, just under the butt. I mean, they do tear that, because if you size them wrong, which a lot of people do, you think they're fine in the shop, and you go outside and you take too big of a lunge, and suddenly you've got a rip in your butt. I reckon the outside of the leg, where your like, pockets are... You're not, what you're about, not ever putting that under tension. Why would it rip? What about back of the knee? Yeah, I thought back of the knee. Back of the knee, There's yeah. no tension Because again, there. that's always slack. Or uh, yeah. top of the pocket. It makes the pocket effectively useless, but everyone goes, what the hell happened there? Because that looks like it's genuinely been damaged through some kind of, like, Yeah, and who would attack. buy? Who would buy those jeans? Who would buy a pair of jeans with a rip over the pocket area? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. How about a perfectly symmetrical, basically cut... Uh, like right in the middle of the leg, so it looks like you're wearing a cape, or like yeah, basically a foot cape. What that just shows off I the am front on of your shit. That yeah, right? That's like that's like mega flares. But or, you're saying rip it yourself. I mean, this is the thing: the jeans are ripping too much, so you have to lean into it and rip them even further in weirder places. Okay, so one diagonal cut going from the bottom of the ankle to on one side to the the knee on the other side of the leg. So just a diagonal okay. going down. What about just a spiral pattern going from one ankle to the other ankle via the crotch? So it's just yes. one strip of denim that spirals around <laughs> <Yeah>. the legs. 
<laughs> I mean, it would be a bit of a hassle to get on, but god damn, you'd look incredible when they were. But you could do it with two pairs of jeans and then interlace them. Oh, oh okay. my word, yes. See, this is something I was thinking of before. You rip two pairs of jeans perfectly in half at the fly, and then you sew them back together. So it's like kind of two-faced jeans. Yeah. You never mention it. You do it with two jeans that are almost exactly the same colour, but as time goes on and they wear and they're like age, they'll age it's, at different rates. I see. So they look the same. They look. They, it looks like a normal pair of jeans the, when you first do it because you buy two pair okay. of jeans new, but they'll age in different ways because they'll have been treated in different ways. So yeah. once you've had them for a year or so, one side of it will be really washed out and the other side of it will still look all that right. Pristine. Okay. I love this so, idea. Oh, it's, it's manufacturing fault. I don't know. But then everyone's talking about your jeans. You've got to lean into it. It's everyone's everyone. talking about the jeans. scaring me a little bit. Because you keep talking about pairs of jeans. Yeah. If we cut them in half, are we going to unleash a jean? <laughs> that, that's very true. What if you turn your back to like get your stitching material to put them back together and you turn back and there's only one leg? Where'd the oh. other one go? Where'd the other one go? Oh. A jean is loose. <laughs> that's a weird one though, because it is a pair of jeans. Like, it's yeah. a pair of trousers. Pair of jeans, pair yeah. of trousers. But, yeah, but if guess, you cut it in the half. The singular is it's a jean. You have two jean. Yeah. Uh, if, I really like the, the, the weird two-faced jeans. Uh, also, can we fit that in with what Joel was saying about the narrative? Can you do that but have one good leg and one evil leg? So what's that? One white. Well, they, they, that's got to be extreme. Like, one leg is white, the other leg is black. <laughs> it's got like glitter on it. Yeah. Uh, but so you can, got flames on you it. You can really play up to it. Like you greet someone and one leg goes in for the stroke and the other just kicks them. So you're talking about legs operating independently based on the jeans that they're wearing. We've gone quite far from the original question, but yes. <laughs> Alright, that's fine. So and you're gonna have presumably two pairs of these jeans. One day you'll have white on the left leg and one day you'll have white on the right leg. Yep. So is it that the evil leg is always the same leg, but it's in disguise? Or Ooh. depending on which jeans you're wearing, which leg's going to be evil? I love the idea that you wear the reverse pair of jeans, but the leg stays it's a decoy. evil. But, but they have to pretend. So, so, then, so your the, good the leg evil... is pretending to be bad. Yes, yeah, so, but like kind of half-heartedly. So it's really not hurting anybody. Whereas the, the evil leg being good is being good in a very kind of backstabby, two-faced way. It's being sarcastically nice. It is, absolutely. It's actually hurting people with how nice it's being. Whereas the nice leg is just kind of just like starting to try and kick people, but just back. Maybe it, out it sticks end. itself out to try and trip someone, then pulls away at the last second. That's exactly what mm. happens. Don't I, let your jeans control you. I think that's the message that we've hit on today. You are you are not your jeans. You are not your jeans. You are not the rip in your jeans. But your jeans are also not you at the moment. Because they're someone else's. Don't buy pre-ripped jeans. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Sold! All right, then. Moving on. Charlie, you got something for us? We'll keep it on a clothes theme. Okay. Scott, Scott TLB on Twitter. He says, this is my first world problem, when you don't have enough hooks to hang up all your jackets. I saw this one, and I was just so taken with it, because it's very, very I've, true. I've never once in my life considered my jacket-to-hook ratio. I just always assumed there would be more. <laughs> I thought and there'd be more time. But I, I remember we went and did a big university shop before you go. When you're, you know, 18 years old, you buy all the things at home you think you're going to need. Mm. Your, bought, your parents buy you every iteration of yeah. jacket or coat you might possibly need for every weather in, instance. It's and pretty nuts. You wear one shirt for the entire three years. But the uh, the thing that really got me was it was the first time in my life I'd ever had to buy hangers. 
yeah. ever. Because I was just like, well, they've, they've always just kind of been here. And you realise it's because your parents have got, you know, 30 plus years of hangar storage built up. But I just bought a pack of six from Primark. I was like, that'll do. Six hangers is all you need, That's right? so many hangers. And I very quickly realised, nope. No, it is not. No. Even to someone who doesn't really hang up or fold their clothes that much, because I don't have to be that much of a formal human being, I have no hanging space mm. ever at all. And it's really frustrating, because there's a very simple solution. Go and buy more hangers. Mm. Yeah, but you don't think of that right away. You go, no, no, you no, buy no. the shirt. I can, I can make this work. Absolutely. And yeah. so you, fi- I, I you had double th- hang. I, yeah, I had, I had. Um, I think the peak I hit was in second year when I was quadruple hanging things in. A, in so I had okay. I need to wear a black T-shirt. So I go to the black T-shirt hanger, and I need the I need the I need the one that has uh, has such and such logo on it. So I kind of open, pull the hanger out, take the first one off. It's not that. Take the second one off. It's not that. Take the third one off. It's not that. Take the fourth one off. Turns out it was in the wash. And now I've just got four kind of, four <laughs> oh, T-shirts just twist. just on the bed, which then don't go back on the hanger because I've already taken the effort to do it once. Yeah. I'll be damned if I'm doing it again. And so then I've got a free hanger. Excellent. And the cycle begins anew because then all the white t-shirts go onto it. <laughs> it would be better perhaps if you hung like a whole outfit on. Like you know you're going to wear a white t-shirt with a check shirt on top and then your jacket. Yeah. Like what you want to imagine, on, like, yeah. like what you imagine a cartoon character's wardrobe looks like. Yeah. yeah. Like so just like t-shirt, shorts, socks, like shoes, or yeah. just hanging from one thing. How are we hanging socks? Uh, you just attach them to the bottom of the trousers. Yeah, with, like well, with the clips, mini hangers or staples. Yeah, nails. Oh, you've got you've got a surplus Sock of mini hangers. hangers. Yeah, but you I've haven't got, got the so full-sized ones. If only this question was, I don't have enough, you know, sock size hangers because I got I got some of those to spare. <laughs> yeah, just give us your address. We'll ship them to you. <laughs> I think Scott's problem though is he doesn't have enough hooks. He might have hangers, but hooks are mm. hooks are like things that are embedded on the wall. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's not so swap and change as it is with hangers. I mean, we've got a finite number here, like in this house, and I think within the first week, one of the four just stopped working <laughs> and I think in that week we went this works out pretty well we can get you know two or three coats per hook because it's got two sides to it and then that's enough to make it all work this fourth one goes and then we're in this exact situation that Scott's in and go I have to hang a coat up somewhere <laughs> I, can't, I can't just leave a I can't coat just, on the floor I can't just leave it on the floor I mean I'm probably the worst example my coats live on either the back of a chair or a table that's but true. when it needs to be on a hook I don't have the choice so what do you do I mean, you just if you have hangers and you have coats, find new exciting places to hang them. For example, curtain rods, door handles, your roommates. Just kind of just hang them off other people. Yeah. Flat surfaces, anything you can get a hold of. Start just coating your house. Take up origami, but not paper. With, hang- with, with, jackets. with jackets. Jacket origami, yeah. I, I quite like the idea of hanger origami. That's intriguing to me. Hanger origami, because well, they're a solid by, yeah. the, by their very nature, so therefore are quite hard to fold. I mean, so are coats and paper. If you're hanging your coats <laughs> on your roommates... Touche. When you want to wear them, aren't you just stripping your roommates? Any excuse. There they've we been, go. They've I been guess trying to get to that point for years. I guess I tried to make that an issue when I realised no. it wasn't. <laughs> Absolutely How not. How could it be? Sorry. Stop looking for problems, Joel. We've got enough of them as it is. Official apology. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to get in the way of this beautiful love. Oh, sorry, dude. I'm just heading out, so I'm going to need uh, my jacket, your shirt, your jeans. These are my okay. things. Look, uh, I didn't make the system. You did make the system. No, no I've, I've got to go out, so if you just take off all of those, I'll be back later. You have just to wait here. Like this. Like this. <laughs> like for this. me to come home. I mean, if you want to, you can put on more of my clothes that I can put on later, but that's it. But I will have to take them off you in the same kind of regard. Yeah. Not hugely practical, but I guess it gets but, the job done. But mm. sexy. 
And that's and really that, what, it could what be matters. Because you hang your jacket up at home and mm. you forget it, then when you're out and about and you get a bit chilly, you don't have your jacket. If you hang it on your friend and then you go bowling together or whatever, when you get a bit chilly, you just turn to them and you say, portable hanger. May I have my jacket? Give me my jacket. I mean, I, I don't think you'd ask. I think you'd say, give me your jacket. Give me my jacket. jacket. Give me my jacket. That, <laughs> this is really setting up a kind of dom and sub routine but only for clothes. Only for clothing. Which only is, for fashion. It doesn't always have to be, you know, X, triple X badass adult stuff. It can just be, I want to wear that coat. I don't want to take it out with me, but you can do that. But that's still making someone subservient to you. But not think, in a sexual context. No, this not, is just something sexual about this. This is just, this is just the way of the world. <laughs> Lord of the jungle. Some some people are clothes horses. That's just how it works. Deal with it. <laughs> There you go, we've solved a problem. Find someone you can dress like a human Barbie. And all your problems will go away. <laughs> and then you will get so many more. Yes. However, I think we can say that's solved. I'd say so. Mm. Reasonably so. That's the one. Look around, everything's a hook. <laughs> the world is a hook. If you can't see any hooks, you're not looking hard enough. Or you're the hook. <laughs> Don't be a hook, be a hanger. Yeah, all right. That's the one. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Oscar, you got any gold for us? Uh, yeah, we've got one here uh, from whitewine.com, uh, which is saying, Sometimes I wish I didn't have such an awesome immune system. I'd super love to just lay in bed all day for a couple of days and have an excuse for it. Oh, this angers me so. Yeah, I mean... That really ropes me up the It's really way. the reason I chose it, because I can count on less than one hand how many days I've had off because of illness in my entire life. It's two. Yeah, you, you had uber strict parents on the illness rule. Huh? I mean, honestly, I am grateful for it because it means that my immune system has kind of been tricked into thinking it has to work at 100% all the time. I now know it probably doesn't, but I'm, you know, I, I don't get ill as much, touch wood. But yeah, for sure. I'm in exactly the same boat as this. When people were missing school for a couple of days, you don't look at that as they were home ill, they were having a bad time. It's They didn't have to come to school. They didn't have to go do things. They didn't have to learn. They could just be at home. Oh, man, I wish I was... A, I wish I had a crippling disease. See, this is why I am angry at the question. It's clearly from someone who's never had a genuinely ill day. Yeah, exactly. This is clearly someone who, for them, being ill is, I've got a pretty bad cold. Uh, which don't get me wrong, can suck, but it's not like a, that's not an ill day. That is lying around doing nothing and feeling a bit bad. Mm. An ill day is, God, make this end, please. Yeah. Please make all of this go away. Mm. If you're ill enough that you have to laze around all day, it's not fun. No. You're not, you're not benefiting from it. What you need to work on is your ill acting. Yeah, absolutely. When you call up work or you call up school or you call up your friends, you call up, I mean, it's like, ring, ring, eh. <laughs> sick and they're like i don't believe you i i did just then i bought into it that was a beautiful yeah, display I, I i edged away because i was afraid i'd catch something yeah same it yeah. was that cough it was well, this so is why i'm gonna have to duck out early guys I'm like, <laughs> really Ill. you guys you got this on carry on with two of you and i'll just save yourselves <laughs> is that that's your fake cough just <laughs> i had i had a day once um when i had a really really bad cold and i completely lost my voice but not only did I lose my voice, I lost my cough right. because I was because my throat hurt so much. So I, my manager came on the shift and she was like, "You feeling alright?" And I, I literally went to her like, eh, "I'm sick," <laughs> and she was like, "Shut the fuck up, get back to work." <laughs> I, mean, I was like, "Yeah, that's fair. That sounded totally yeah, ridiculous." You know what? I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
That's that's so very impressive. I, I I really do miss the days of faking illnesses. Uh, like you got devious as a child. Oh, it's crazy. Like I don't think actual interrogation from you know law enforcement would be as intense as you trying to tell and convince your parents that you were too ill to go to school, but not enough to see a doctor. Yeah. That was, was the line you always had to try and cross. There was some super dumb things. Like, a lot of people had the whole thing of, like, get a hot water bottle and then just mm. apply it to your face for a while. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that, because I never had a hot water bottle. Oscar's already laughing because he knows my system for it. It's, it, it was just, not... It's, think it's, really hard. It's no, inspirational. It was not smart whatsoever. In order to build up heat, and I built up some serious heat in this manner, it wasn't just like, oh, your temper is a bit much. It was always, Jesus, you're burning up! I've never felt anyone so hot! Was... I would go to my room, and I was like, I really don't want to go to school tomorrow, I've really got to make sure I get a temperature up. So, I would just put my head to the carpet, and vigorously <laughs> just shake my head like I was sanding my forehead down. Uh, Which you must have actually done. <laughs> I, like, I must have had severe friction burns, but I would go downstairs with just this red, raw forehead, <laughs> so evidently obvious what I'd done. No other symptoms. No, yeah. And nothing else, just, I think I've got a bit of a temperature, I'm not feeling too good. Great. And the worst thing to me now, looking back to it, is my room was above the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents must have just heard. They were probably initially more concerned just hearing that. More sound. than likely. Oh, he's just doing a dumb head thing. Such an idiot. It's, oh, God. I, I mean, I got several dumb days off. Not by doing the head trick, admittedly, but by... Did you get any days off by doing the head trick? The first time. Because <laughs> I, I, wouldn't I think there was sick some days so much as pity days. Yeah, like, it really was. He clearly doesn't want to go. Yeah. He's physically S maimed himself. Something, this is self-harm at this point. I think the first time it worked, because I was like, let's, let's try this system out. The science is there. So I did, and then I realised I got away with it by the skin of my teeth, so I think the second time I did it... I your forehead. Yeah, the skin, by, by no skin, by the looks of it. I think there was some power creep involved because I kept going like, well, it's got to be more severe than last time. <laughs> so I think by the they end barely of the cycle, it last time, I was just kind of like rubbing my entire body up and down the <laughs> carpet. Just, just, just flopping like a fish. Just, just walk downstairs naked, covered in carpet burns, going, I'm ill! Oh! Yes, Tom, we know. You're Get very... the thermometer. <laughs> we don't need it, you're glowing. <laughs> oh, man. So... There you go. If you want to experience ill life but not get ill, work on your acting game and start start a head rubbing. Do it. Yeah, patented carpet system. It's I'm it's I'm selling forward. my DVD nine ninety nine in all superstores. It's an hour and a half of Tom rubbing his head against the floor and then trying to convince you, the person who's bought it, that he is in fact ill. <laughs> but once again, not in the way that you think. I, I, maybe it's like a choose your own adventure. You turn on the DVD and it's like, this child is A, sick, B, a idiot. <laughs> or C, just looking for some attention. I think the correct answer was just D, very desperate because he had done no homework ever. Yeah. Uh, and I turned out kind of fine. You obviously paid attention in science, because otherwise you wouldn't have known about the friction. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'd clearly done my homework, just, you know, I had a more hands-on, or at least heads-on approach. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Sorted. <laughs> Welcome to my system. So, did we fix this? Yes, we fixed everything. Okay. I think we gave suggestions. Maybe not a solution, but... No, solution. Up, your, up your acting game, and don't be afraid to make yourself look like an idiot. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Because every now and again it'll work. <laughs> And that's the thing, I got success from it. 
Yeah. Only because my parents saw through it immediately, but it happened. There we go. All fine. Okay. Right, we got... Yeah, we got time for one more, right? This comes from Meganova on Twitter. Meganova. Uh, Meganova. Who, uh, put, I just overheard this in a Marshall's fitting room. Wow, trying on clothes is exhausting. I mean, they're right. They yeah. are right. Yeah, I've I, never... I, I can't disagree with that. ...been more conscious of how much I, like, I have sweat than when I'm going into a changing room to put on clothes that I don't own. Mm. Like, how am I this tired from walking around the shops? Like, how is this going on? I... I would suggest taking in a burner shirt. Pick up one that you know you're not gonna try. You, you, it's not gonna fit on you. And use that as use a that, sweat rag. Yeah, you yeah. wear that first. You just strip, put it on, let it soak up all your juices, take it off again, and now you're ready to try and close. See, I, I do like this as a solution, but it still doesn't like, get to the crux of the matter. You're sweating because you're tired. It's an exhausting experience. We mm. wanna get rid of the exhaustion. They I, crank the vents so high. They really place. do. I think, we go back to something that Oscar brought up a long time ago in his mustache simulator uh, practices. I think stores online, at least online stores, uh, or we checking in with the clones again. We are. We, we could be checking in with the clones again. It's been a while. But yeah. I was going to suggest the prototype instead of the clones. Simply take a photo of your body wearing nothing but pants. So you can oh, see yeah, that's, that's a that's a real safe image to upload to the internet like straight away. Just I'd still rather do that than internet. have the clones back. I think clones. <laughs> you don't really get you don't really get an appropriate like 3D representation of yourself through pictures. It's true. It's got to be a clone. It's don't don't clone. get me wrong. I got no problem standing naked in front of my webcam and Twirling around in a circle so that I can see how good a t-shirt will look like, on me. This is this is the kind of technology I'm talking about. Like you know those really ill-fated like EA game faces on all the sports games where you kind of scan your head in. You just do that with your whole body. But or you, you get you get in touch with the airports. They've already got full naked body scans. You know. True. So just get in touch with them. I'm sure they're not using them for anything because you no. know they hold on to them. Deviants. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just, just yeah. one guy jacking it in the airport, <laughs> watching everybody walk through, thinking it's for security. Just a guy. I'm on to you. Just a guy who's real into ghosts. Way into ghosts. <laughs> I've made some nudie ghosts. <laughs> We've seen how that face technology has panned out in games. Don't it doesn't look accurate. Doesn't look like you. Doesn't look like you. It looks. Do, do you want to know what not you looks like in clothes? Because that's what the models are for. Like. You want to know what you look like in the clothes, and that's True. where the clones come in. Clone clothes. <laughs> so you set Clo up, clothes, clothes. Set up, clothes, set up clothes. clothing clone cam. Try it. Ro roving cloning clone clothes cam. <laughs> and they go out. They deal with the the arduous task of going through a shop, finding the clothes, and they've got an earpiece so you can direct them towards the right thing. I I don't know if one clone is enough. I think, you want a clone army. I think you want a clone army, and you make each one try on a different outfit. Wow. You, okay. So, no, so neither of, of them get that exhausted. Yeah, they, they all have just tried on one outfit. They're fine. They're fresh. They're happy. They're ready to twirl their stuff. And then you have a catalogue of every outfit there is, and how good or bad yep. you exactly will look in it. Okay. And then you can decide on the day, or you can come back to it later. The only thing is, if we're using the mustache simulator clones, they were a very expensive get just for the one. Mm. To have a veritable army of clothes enough to try on every outfit in one shop at once. That's if, what the subscription was if for. If a shop... If <laughs> that's a sh that's Mustache Simulator I, Plus. I laid it all out. 
in the, in the initial pitch, we need a subscription service that gives you a slight discount, access to perks. This is one of them. I'm, I, <laughs> this is one of them, the I, actual army. I would also counter that if a shop wants you to be wearing their clothes enough, they will sponsor the growth and cultivation of a clone that can go and try on their a clothes complimentary for you. clone. Complimentary clothes clone. I do like that. I just, when you mentioned that we were doing this in a shop, I just, the reality of it hit me, of just working in like a shitty retail job, desperately trying to get through the last hour of your shift, and coming down the escalator into the menswear department as 84 versions of the same person. And they just like fan out to every corner of the store and all of them immediately turn up in a line for the changing room. All with one item each. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, none of them get outfits. They all just wear one. <laughs> I mean, you're assuming they'll still conform to changing room convention. I think they're just stripping they, in the yeah, shop. Yeah, they're clones. I think they've they, got they no walk shame. over, they grab their clothes in unison and they all take off what they need to take off and put Did on Did they, they come in naked? I think it's safe I think they, they came, came I naked. think they came in naked. Yeah. Otherwise, they need to get changed twice. And, yeah. then they, and then, what are you going to do? Arrest 84 people? They're naked and slippery. You're not going to catch them. Absolutely. All. You really want to go up against a clone army? I don't One think so. One naked man is an issue. Eighty-four <laughs> naked men is just a new way of life. <laughs> you just have to roll with it, otherwise. You take you, one look at it and go, "Cool, this is my life now." Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, you'd see chill. that and you'd go, "I probably didn't get the memo." <laughs> That's yeah. You probably look at that and instead of going, "This is weird," you'd kind of look around and realize, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, "I'm I'm I'm the outcast in I'm this in the situation. minority." <laughs> There's 84 of them. Maybe I'm the weird one. So where did 84 come from? I just came out. That's and how everyone... many clones they have in the shop. Okay, yeah. cool. Just checking. So you send as many clones as you need to send. It's 84. It's, it's 84. 84. It's always 84. Every shop has 84 pieces of clothing. Yeah, that's actually decreed by law. Fact. Mm. I work in a clothes shop. I can I can attest to this. Absolutely. It's 84. It's exactly 84. Good. Perfect, because we only have that many clones. <laughs> Okay, so there we go. Uh, naked fucking... clothing clone army. What go a in. nightmare image that you've burned into my brain. Are they all smiling? No. Deadpan? No. I think... Determin- I, I'm going to go with confused. A constant look <laughs> of a bit of slight amusement. So they're all, uh, they're, they're, their heads on like a set cycle of looking left and right yeah. and up and down. Just but they're all like... doing it in unison. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I think that's um, that's disarming. It's more than disarming. It's the worst, but, but I think it, it's the best solution it's we've got. Definitely a fix. Absolutely. You're not going to be tired anymore. Do, do you reckon it's time for butt better so I can stop thinking about this horrible, horrible moment? I think you're probably I think there. We've already invented the clone army. Let's see what else we can invent. Today. Okay, let's do it. Let's move on to butt better. These are our suggestions. These are our things that we want to improve. Not things that are wrong. Just things that could be better. Let's see what we've got today. Flexi tan. I'm glad this one came up. It's an uh, it's an appropriate product for the current weather we're having. It is a- very sunny today. AKA mm. any weather. Well, I mean, <laughs> there isn't a lot of weather outside today, <laughs> is there? <laughs> God, this this void. How about that? Um, I think what I'm specifically referring to is the sun. My and Tom, I guess, old old nemesis, Mister mm. UV, mm. as a. As a guy that has inherited the super useful ginger genes from my mother. Uh, except the one that really counts. Except the one that actually manifests itself as ginger hair. Everything else is there. The freckles, the fear of the sun. Uh, I find it very hard to be out in the sun for any amount of time without either having to retreat inside or being too late and already burning. Yep. However, you can't ever tell when it's going to be sunny 
if you're just like... Especially not here. No, it's it can go minute to minute. It can be yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And so if it is one of those rare moments, for someone with less tolerance for for brightness, you can go from just wearing a T-shirt going outside to having the exact line and shape of that T-shirt burnt into your skin. For the next three months. For the next yep. three months. And so you get to the end of a day when you've been out and you come back in and go, oh, I've caught the sun a little bit. That's cool. And then you take off whatever clothes you're wearing and realize there's a perfect outline of them. Yep. If it's something like a T-shirt, you've got two-tone arms for the remainder of the summer. I know this because it happens every summer. Every single summer. Without so that. what I'm proposing is FlexiTan, a way to cover up all those bits that don't got burnt and then only at the bits that didn't get burnt, burn at the same time. So it's all <laughs> an even coating. So in the case of a t-shirt, else. it would be like it would arm be length gloves. Arm length gloves that cover your hands. And then you're just topless. And then Up just... to there, topless. And then, it's... and then you have to have like a neck guard. Yeah. <laughs> like now, a big Tudor rough. Now, this is... Yeah, my idea is to cover up the bits that already done got burnt and leave the rest exposed. How these bits are going to get covered up... I have yet to work out. That's where you guys come in. I think armour. Armour might be warm. Yes. I think you need like a a pigment sensitive mist. (laughs) Okay. So much how, like people go for fake tan already. Yeah. So uh, they've got the Fake tan is out of the question. They've got the technology to spray shit on your body. We're looking for real dangerous UV rays. I want to harm my skin. What I'm saying is, instead of putting fake tan on, you use that misting technology and you put something on that when it comes in contact with pre-tanned skin it blocks doesn't let any sun through and when it comes in contact with light skin it lets through all those nasty nasty UVs now I've got freckles will it affect these it will yeah because then you it will cover the freckles and leave the surrounding area exposed so you end up losing freckles if you tan yeah everything would become the colour yeah, of the freckles I absolutely guess. that's not yeah. how freckles work isn't it freckles are a broken so. pigment so yeah. It okay. basically is like... This seems like a lot of science. This is the, I, always I don't want to talk about science. I want to talk about <laughs> I want to talk tan about tans. mist. I always, UV tan mist blocker. I always thought when I was younger, because I obviously couldn't tan, but I could get freckles. Oh, yeah. I always thought that the tan was just really dense freckles yeah, all over your body. Yeah, that's just your tan coming in. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, I'm a bit patchy at the moment, but it'll get there. It's yeah. absolutely fine. Because I, I have such dense freckles that it actually starts clustering yeah, together yeah, yeah. into my blocks mom, of tan. My mum has the same kind of thing where if she goes out in the sun for long enough, it will look like she's just gotten a really dark tan, but you look close and it's just... It's just like, oh. It's a patchwork of freckles. Clusters. Yeah. Um, see, when I thought about this, my first thought was a kind of thick black paint. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know how willing people would be to slather themselves in a thick black oily I think, paint. I think, to be honest, more willing than you'd imagine. You've seen those things where they put decals on stuff. They put paint on top of a surface of water and you like dip it into the yeah. water. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So not a whole big tub of paint, but just like a skimming of like oily paint you put on the top of a, on a bath okay. and you just dip in what you want to cover and you come out and you have your nice little... We okay. can multicolor it. We can make it a fashion statement. What happens if you have some slightly stranger burns? So, for example, you've got a burnt back. How do you cover just that? We like can a, like an vest or just like a burnt back. Like so, let's let's say you uh, you were out in the sun wearing your favorite lime green Borat mankini because it's two thousand and four, and that's yeah, okay. Precisely. So, oh, tell you what, let's just go with this thing that people wear: the bikini. Tell you what, you're out in the sun with your bikini, lying face down. As I am every day. Every single day. 
you get the strap burnt in. Oof. How the hell are we dipping that in the decal bath and not getting That's anything else? That's when we sell a separate top-up paintbrush. Interesting. I think pop-up paintbrush. I think you just don't do the don't do the dip. I think you just do the paintbrush. But then you how need, do we nickel your... and dime them? I don't understand. Because <laughs> it's not permanent, it rubs off. I think you're right to think about the uh, the long-lasting income on this. Yeah. I think we already have sun cream that covers up stuff so we yeah. can yeah but it covers everything evenly that's what i'm saying yeah i mean we need something like i'm saying all... we need something reacting to what's underneath it sun cream that only covers you if it's already been why burnt. can't we just like i mean what you're proposing is you go in somewhere and get blasted with uv rays all over the bits other than when you're burned yeah why don't you just cover the burnt bits with sun cream for that burning because that's a good point <laughs> But what if it's mm. like, but okay, that's fine for your more standard burns, so like a t shirt and shorts. Okay. Right? What if you want to be fully covered, like head to toe, in an even normal tan that you would get in a spray tan place, like that kind of coverage naturally? Okay. But you don't want to, you don't want to get your, your dingle out, you know? What about what? I don't think you get. Your I don't think you do get your dingle out. I don't know. I think like that's the reason why tan lines exist, like because people don't want tanned dicks. Although on nudist beaches you get a pretty even tan, so maybe that's the solution. Maybe, maybe so. you preempt summer, <laughs> run you to the nearest nudist. Spend beach. winter and spring on a nudist beach until you get your tan in, then you can go back to society. Interesting. I mean, those are some dark, dark months. Yeah, you got it, It's kind of is it a nudist beach if you're the only one around? Deep, because there's got to be a sense of community there. Yeah, if, you, I, if you're just how naked, many, in... how many people is a nudist beach? Oh, um, yeah. When you go from a group of naked, naked people, people on, on a, beach a beach to a nudist beach, I think, it's, beach. I think if it's two independent groups of more than four piece, yeah. Does that, so both groups have to be at least four. Because if you've got a group of seven and then just one other naked man watching them. <laughs> that's, yeah. a group, that's, that's a weird group of naked people on the beach and an even weirder dude that's just <laughs> naked on the beach. Like jacking it in the bush, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it needs to be two small groups. Two groups of four or more that are naked on the beach. Completely independent will, of each other. Independent of each other. Like They're allowed to acknowledge each other on the beach. They've they, got to be within eye shot. Well, yeah, yeah, they have to notice each other at some point. But uh, oh, yeah, I guess this is the nudist beach then. Uh, we were right in thinking this is the nudist beach because they're nude <laughs> on the beach. Vindicated, thank goodness. That's true. Well, we got severely off topic onto nudist beaches. Uh, How do we? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it's that. Not, it's more about just we've been selling a lot of products recently. We have. I think is this we a, can, and, and we can make things better with a change in outlook. But well, the thing is, though, we make so much money. Yeah. We've taken enough. I think it's time to give back something. Is, is this yeah. our philanthropist week because it's our 10th episode? Yeah, uh, go spend six months on a wintry, <laughs> snowy beach. You're th- you're on welcome. your own, naked. You'll thank us when you can tell people, no, no, my coverage is absolute. <laughs> I think that's... I, I'm happy with that. That's the one. Okay, so that's FlexiTan. Flexi-tan. Not flexible at all. Give up eight months of your life. Yeah, FlexiTan is not a product. FlexiTan is a program. Yes. Oh, it's like we... a wellness center kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> Welcome to the FlexiTan program. Yeah. Your initiation starts eight months ago. What are you doing? <laughs> Can it be like, for some reason, like I really love the idea of this as a pyramid scheme. It doesn't really work when money's not involved. Like You don't pass the tan on to the person above you. You're just trying to get everyone naked. Basically, yeah, the that's the FlexiTan system. FlexiTan is a gateway to everyone just being naked all the time. <laughs> 
It's a secret nudist colony, just un- like masquerading under the idea under the, that under the can... guise of an even tan. That's all it is. <laughs> How it starts. There we go. Flexi tan. The system. Flexi tan. The nudist network. Oh, lovely. I think that's that's got to be a wrap for that, right? I'd say so. I think we're all settled. Good up there. job on Flexi tan. Very, very nice, Dan. And we're finally giving back. We are giving back a little bit. Spreading the word. Next week, more money. A lot more money. Absolutely. Because setting up FlexiTan is going to run us real dry. Oh, we're we're running on empty, yeah. Printing the flyers alone was (laughs) a huge dent. Right, so I think that about does it for us today. If you've got any other problems you want us to have a look at, anything you think we could probably solve... Not too big. We're not that smart. Um, just keep it keep it in the bounds of very, very petty, petty problems, and we'll be able to help. We're on Twitter, FWScast, or you can just hashtag First World Problems, First World Solutions. We find both of those. And, uh, yeah, for the mo- meantime, I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I am Head Robber Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no problems. No problems. No problems.